Welcome to the Endless Wealth Podcast. I'm a mama of two little ones, owner of a multi seven-figure real estate portfolio, and I'm your host, Sarah Miskelly. My mission is to show ambitious, high-performing women in business how they can stop chasing money at work and start making passive cash flow and build wealth from real estate investing. Just be ready because with the right ideas and advice me and my phenomenal guests will share in each episode, you will see things differently than you ever thought possible. All right, let's get into this week's episode. All right, today I wanted to talk about the top five benefits of investing in multifamily. And I want to just simplify them for everybody because obviously you hear a lot of like top five of everything, but these ones really, really stand out to me. And one of them is a little bit risque, so I'd love to hear what you think about it. Um, But I just want to make it really, really easy for people because I know like getting into a new asset class like multifamily, there's a lot of comparison like, oh, is this better than a REIT or should I be buying my own condo? and renting that out, buying my own house and multifamily house and renting that out, small multifamily. So I just kind of wanted to go over like the top five simple, simple things that I really, really, really love about this asset class coming from somebody who has literally been in real estate since I was old enough to hold a paintbrush. I helped my dad manage properties. So I've always been in this world and I'm now coming into this as, you know, really being the thing that I'm like, this makes sense. (laughs) So I just want to go through them really, really quick today. So the first huge advantage about large multifamily is the more value you can create in the property, the higher the price and the value of the actual building. Okay. So let me just backtrack a little bit. When you own like a single family house or a condo, for example, and you're renting it out, Condo is a really good example because with a condo, if you're renting that thing out, you have a lot of fees that you have to pay and you can't really improve that unit. So I actually have a condo that I just sold and it was really, really nice. I bought it under market value. I bought it pre-construction in Toronto, gorgeous, like loft style with, you know, exposed concrete, all that glorious, like, you know, stuff that, you know, tickled me pink. (laughs) And anyways, with a unit like this, you know, I was getting a good rent and I had bought it under market value. So I was ahead of the game. Then COVID hit, my rent stagnated, the property appreciation value stagnated. But what didn't stagnate was my mortgage costs, the maintenance fees on that condo, and all the costs of owning that property kept going up. But I couldn't get any more value. I couldn't squeeze any more value or um, income out of that unit because I couldn't improve it. It was literally just this shiny new condo. There was nothing I could do. It was just what the market was willing to offer it. With a single family property, you do have a little bit more room. You know, you could add, um, you could renovate it, add an extension, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is with these smaller assets, they are still going to be priced and valued based on the market and what the market's saying it's worth. Versus with large apartment buildings, you can force the value to go up. It's called forced appreciation. And this is because 
these buildings are considered a business. So if you can put in $5 and get $10 out of it, you've increased the value of that business slash multifamily. So it will sell for more. So this forced appreciation model is when the value of a property is strategically increased through upgrades, lower operating expenses, increasing the rental income, increasing the investment returns. So all of these items would be able to say, okay, now the value of this property is way higher because I've made all of these changes. And it's not dependent on, you know, the market in that area in so much as it's based on the business strategy of that building. So it's kind of like flipping apartments. Um, That would be the best comparison, but it's a huge advantage because these units and buildings are priced based on the value that they're outputting in terms of the returns. Okay, so that's number one. So number two, this is the one that can be a little bit like risque, but with multifamily investing, insider trading is good. Okay. The thing is when you're investing in these alternative asset classes, you're supposed to be close to the person that you're investing with. You're supposed to have an intimate relationship of what deals are coming through. You're supposed to know their strategy of how they found these assets Okay, you're supposed to know the insider secrets versus if you're investing in the stock market, you can go to jail for knowing the insider secrets. So it's a totally different way of doing business. Okay, and a way to also look at that is if you're going to go, and this brings Amy into my third point the tax benefits, if you want to live a tax efficient life, you need to get creative and get out of those mainstream investments. You don't need to. Let me just rephrase that. There is an advantage to like being close to the people that you're investing with. And that's where my third benefit, the tax benefit. So apartment syndications offer accelerated depreciation. So what that means is a tax strategy that really allows investors to depreciate the value of these assets that are invested in these rental properties more quickly than their actual useful life for tax purposes. So what this means is as an investor, you get to take advantage of this accelerated depreciation on the asset that you're passively invested in. And what this results in is a reduction in your taxable income, which can increase cash flow and overall return on investments. So the great thing here and REITs, you can't do this. You actually can't um, write off accelerated depreciation. So that's uh, one of the differentiating factors between them that I always get asked about. Um, but with this, you can write off the asset of, as if it was yours at, to some degree. You have to talk to your CPA about it. This is not, you know, tax advice here, but it is one of the main benefits of this asset class. So number three is the security of economies of scale. So Big building, many units. One tenant moves out. Does this affect your returns? No. (laughs) This is in contrast to if you own small multifamily or single family homes. If a tenant moves out, that is definitely affecting your returns. I have a small multifamily in Toronto. I had, you know, some tenants move out lately and I go into the unit. I have to, you know, do a repair that I thought would cost me, you know, a hundred bucks. It's going to cost 600 bucks. I have to, um, in the past when I was abroad, um, when I was traveling and working remote, I had to pay somebody else to rent out my unit. So that cost me a month's rent to find a new tenant. 
So all these little factors will obviously eat into my profitability at a high degree versus when you're in a big asset, you have the security of taking advantage of this economies of scale. So many units, you know, lots of different things going on and it won't affect your income as much if one thing happens as well. If repairs need to be done in that building, you have on-site management. They are taking care of those repairs versus when you have a small multifamily, you're getting a repair person in one property. You're paying them for that half day of work to do a small repair. And if you have a repair at another building, you're either driving over to that other building to do it, or you're paying another repair person their time for gas. You know, I have small units where I have to pay them to go to Home Depot to pick things up. Like those fees are also requested now, right? So it's just taking advantage of everything being on site. We, uh, me and my operating partners obviously take care of setting up those management teams, getting everything set up for you to take advantage of those economies of scale where you're just passively investing and all the service providers are on site or they've been taken care of. So this is a huge advantage. Now, the fifth advantage is, okay, like the main thing, it is passive. And I was talking to my friend the other day and she's like, you know what? These apartment syndications, they seem like really legit and she's doing really well right now. She runs an online business for, um, you know, actually teaching people how to use Instagram at a high level. She works with agencies. She's been doing this for years, like really, really high quality work. And she is busy. She is not looking to, you know, find investment properties and renovate them and, you know, just manage them. Even, you know, we were talking about Airbnbs the other day and she has a beautiful home that she just purchased. It's like Pinterest vibes. And I was like to her, are you going to rent this out on Airbnb? Cause you can make a killing in her area and just how gorgeous it is. And she's like, honestly, like, I don't want to deal with it. And I also do not want people in my home. So it's really not always just the financial return, which in this instance would be very, very high. It's like, how much is this going to take away from what I'm actually interested in doing? And she does so well in her business because she loves it. She loves geeking out on, you know, the marketing component, the sales component, the technical component of Facebook ads and Instagram and all those things. And she just doesn't want to spend time investing in real estate. So her question to me was like, is this really passive? Like, is this like, making passive money, but it's not like, no, this is legit passive. The most you're going to have to do is learn about it from someone like me and, you know, wire some money over. So the banking aspect, talking to a accountant, just setting up your, your account, making sure all the tax stuff is set up. And when tax season comes doing your taxes, so incorporating into the taxes that you're already going to do. If you're not doing your taxes, whoever's doing your taxes for you, they'll know what to do. So it's really as passive as it could possibly get, you're mostly just wiring money over and we are dealing with everything that you just actually couldn't do at this level. I'm not saying you couldn't be a real estate investor, but in terms of like an apartment building, like I doubt you're going to go buy a 20 million plus dollar asset anytime soon. So that was the five things that I really wanted to simplify and share about the main things that I really, really love about this environment, multifamily investing. So one was the net operating income increases the value in these large assets. You have forced appreciation where you can actually force your money to grow. Two, insider trading is actually good in this world. And I know that's going to get a lot of flack, but what it really means is 
this is private investing. And for you to actually get access to these deals, you need to have a relationship with the person you are investing with straight up. So this is really, you're going to get the benefit of that insider access and you're going to know what deals are really the best to get involved in, in this industry. And it takes time, like to even get involved. Like I'm spending so much time building these relationships, vetting out the deals, finding the right operators to work with. And this is all something that I'm bringing to my investors. So that was number two. Number three, huge, huge, huge tax benefits. Check it out. It's called accelerated depreciation. Talk to your tax professional about it. Four was the security of economies of scale and taking advantage of economies of scale in multifamily investing. And five, it actually is passive. So I would love to hear your thoughts on these. If you have questions about anything I talked about or any other things that you think are like major, major benefits and are the reason why you invest in apartment syndications, definitely reach out to me through Instagram or through my website. Get invested in multifamilies and let's grow your wealth together. Thank you for tuning into the Endless Wealth Podcast. If you got value from this week's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It truly means so much to me to be able to get this information out to more hardworking women like you. Are you a mom in business that wants to learn about alternative investments like self-storage, oil and gas, ATMs, and their huge benefits? Then you'll definitely want to attend the Moms Alternative Investing Summit on September 21 and 22. It's completely free, so bring a friend, virtual as well. Go to momsinvestsummit.com to register. The expert guests will blow your algorithm on what's possible in investing. I am so excited to have you.